This is Downtown Lowdown with Downtown Halifax Business Commission. Welcome to Downtown Lowdown with Downtown Halifax Business Commission. This is where you can find out all you need or want to know about Downtown Halifax. I'm Ivy Ho, Director of Communications. And I'm Melana McDonald-Mills, Director of Marketing. We are your hosts for the Downtown Lowdown, and we'll be giving you the lowdown on what's new in businesses, events, developments, and issues that affect downtown. And we talk to key individuals that help to make Downtown Halifax better. This is Episode 8. This is our last episode of 2019. We have done eight episodes of the Downtown Lowdown since we launched in September. I can't believe it. I know. We've done it. <laughs> Is eight a milestone? I should be. I, should be. I feel very proud of our throw party or something. <laughs> and uh, just so everyone knows, just up front, we are taking a little break for the holidays, but we'll be back on January 21st with a new episode. But in the meantime, you can re-listen to all of our past episodes again and again, right? Over and over yeah, and over, over again. and over again. Yep. Right. Yep. So the holidays are within reach now. Are you excited? So excited. I, I need. I think I need a break. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I like the the home time, the family yeah. time. Yeah. Uh, we're not going away. We don't have to travel, so yeah, it's a little bit here. more relaxing. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So what what kind of things do you do over the holidays? We do a lot of family time, which is nice because even though the majority of both my husband and my families are in Halifax, we don't see them a lot. My nieces and nephews are older and they are busy, and so we do a lot of family time. Um, we usually go out for a big dinner. My my sister lives in New York, and she comes home. And uh, the Saturday before Christmas, we've started a tradition where we go out for dinner, just the adults. Um, this year, we're going oh, to the nice. Bicycle Thief. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm super excited. Um, last year, we went to the Press Gang. The year before that, we went to the Cut. So every year, we try to go someplace new. And it has to be downtown, it has of course. To be downtown, yeah. Of course. It's yeah. the place to be, right? <laughs> and yeah, so I'm excited about that. And then usually on Christmas Eve, we do church. My mm-hmm. youngest daughter loves baby Jesus very much. What about you? What are your traditions? Uh, we just keep low pretty much uh, during the holidays. Uh, this year we're going to uh, my sister-in-law's house for, for dinner on Christmas mm-hmm. night. Mm-hmm. Um, we open the presents in the morning like most people do. Uh, but growing up, actually, our family uh, opened them up the night before. So it's Christmas oh, okay. Eve. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, uh, but we're we're doing this differently with our you know with right. our son. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, there's a lot of waffles and pancakes oh, during yes. the whole week. I, I'm not mad at that. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah, a lot of eating and baking and yes, yeah, it's definitely time to indulge. Yeah, for sure. So. I started a couple of years ago. I get the take and bake croissants from La French Fix. I ordered them. Yes. I ordered them this yes. year because of you. Yes. <laughs> and I think you can also get them from the old apothecary oh. and some other places. And oh. they are so awesome to have on Christmas morning or even Boxing Day or any time through the, the holidays. Just pop them in the oven. I think that's a great idea. Yeah, you get fresh croissants. Yum. Yeah, they're really good. Yeah, I'm excited about Christmas. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we have a nice little episode today. We're talking about donating for the holidays. So traditionally, the holidays are a time when people donate either their time, money, or items to charities. So we're starting off with an interview with Jane Makem, the Board of Trustees Chair of Langhouse. Langhouse is a drop-in center for youth aged 16 to 29 living with mental health illness. Um, and that's a really nice interview. And then we're talking to Eric Johnson again. Eric, as some of our faithful listeners will know, is the coordinator of the Navigator Street Outreach Program. We interviewed him in Episode 5, and he'll be talking about donating to the Navigator Street Outreach Program and also offering some suggestions of other charities and shelters around downtown Halifax that need donations and help this time of year. We also have BizBuzz with Ethan Craig, our last episode with Ethan before he ends his term with us, which is very sad. And we also have Morgan Mullen. She is back with The Coast, Top 5 Events for the Weeks of December 
September 17th to January 20th. Uh, we interview Billy Comer, Civic Events Coordinator with HRM, about the plans for New Year's Eve celebrations in Grand Parade. And finally, we have shameless self-promotion and blatant propaganda. Let's do this. Today, we're on location with Jane Makeham, the Board of Trustees Chair of Langhouse. Langhouse is a drop-in center for youth aged 16 to 29 living with mental illness. It's located at 1225 Barrington Street. Welcome to Downtown Lowdown, Jane. Thank you for taking the time to talk to us. Uh, can you tell us about Langhouse and the history of the foundation? Langhouse started about 18 years ago by Keith and Rosemary Hamilton. Their son was living with mental illness, and they wanted to provide some social support for him. Their extensive research led to peer support and the founding of Langhouse. So how about you? How did you get involved with uh, Langhouse, and what is your role with, uh, with Langhouse today? I know that you're the chair of the Board of Trustees, but what does that entail? I came to Langhouse as a volunteer about 14 years ago. A relative of my family had been a member. I started on the Masquerade Ball Committee, and I still chair the event. We've now had 13 Masquerade Balls. Several years ago, I also joined the foundation board, which is the fundraising side of Langhouse, and now I am the chair of that board. So this is uh, this episode is has the theme of uh, donating, you know, during the holidays. So holiday donations. Can you tell us about uh, donating to Langhouse? How people can do that? Our holiday appeal is on right now, and those funds are used to support the many youth using our services and the youth finding a path to wellness. That path to wellness includes community navigation, education and employment, creative arts, and much more. It's also ensuring that they find a place within our community and get back to living. Okay, so what kind of donations uh, or how can people contribute? So you can visit our website, uh, the Langhouse website, and so currently our holiday appeal is on right now, so you can visit our website to donate instantly. You can also drop off much-needed essentials, hats, gloves, used coats, any used coat clothing of any kind. We're also doing our stocking stuffers currently, which we give out to members every year, and those can include personal hygiene items or anything that you think the youth might find fun. So I understand that Langhouse has a, a few uh, fundraising events. Can you tell us about those? Well, as I mentioned, we have our Masquerade Ball, which is uh, now going into its 14th year. This is a major part of our fundraising. It's a black tie event held each year in October. And it's a really a uh, way to gather the community and celebrate Langhouse. It was started really with the intention of unmasking mental illness. We also have our stigma stompers, so we have a group of youth from Langhouse as well as some board members and others who support us, and we participate in the Blue Nose Marathon with all funds being raised going back to Langhouse. We're also very interested in what we call third-party events, so engaging people in the community to host an event in their workplace, their home, a restaurant. This not only may result in donations, but it also creates awareness of Langhouse and youth living with mental illness. This way, it provides an opportunity for everyone to join in ending the stigma. Well, there's so many ways that people can get involved with Langhouse. It's great. And I've heard of the Masquerade Ball, and it sounds like a fantastic event. So is there anything else that you'd like the listeners to know about Langhouse? Langhouse is a place of peace and comfort. It's a non-clinical setting where youth can come as they are. Many of our members refer to it as their family. I'd like families out there to know that there is a way to find a path to wellness, and there is support, and that you are not alone. Well, thank you, Jane, uh, th and thank you for the important work that you're doing here. Yeah, thank you for your time. Thank you so much.
That was Jane Makem, Board of Trustees Chair of Langhouse. You can learn more about Langhouse at langhouse.org, or you can visit our website at downtownhalifax.ca slash podcast, and we will have a link to Langhouse there. Today we are welcoming Eric Johnson back to the Downtown Lowdown. Eric is the coordinator of the Navigator Street Outreach Program, which provides support to motivated street-involved and homeless individuals by assisting them in securing and maintaining employment and housing through partnership with community agencies, Downtown Halifax Business Commission, Spring Garden Area Business Association, and their business members. We interviewed Eric with the Navigator Street Outreach Program on Episode 5 of the Downtown Lowdown. Welcome back, Eric. Thank you. So today we're talking about holiday donations. As we all know, donating to charities is pretty common during the holidays. Uh, People are usually in the giving spirit and are often thinking about others at this time of year. So Eric, let's start with the Navigator Street Outreach Program. What can people donate to Navigator? Well, that's a good question. I would say the thing that I use the most physically, like of course people can always donate money and funds, which is helpful because a lot of times the things we need aren't physical things. It's mostly just like money to help people pay for meds or money to help people pay for damage deposit or power bill or power arrears or whatever it is. But in terms of physical things, like I go through a ton of socks all all year round. Yeah. And that's one of those things that like, even in the winter, even in the summertime, sorry, people need socks to wear. And, you know, in the wintertime, it really helps to have good toques and mitts and scarves and all that kind of warm gear and really nice warm jackets because sometimes you know, people don't have jackets in the wintertime. Mm-hmm, that's right. great. But, like, those, if we don't use them all in the wintertime, then we just have to store them all summer and people don't really use them. But things like socks and, and underpants and, and just shoes and all that good regular stuff that you use all year round um, is really helpful. So that those things are can always be useful for yeah, me. Yeah, some of the necessities yeah. that we don't really, that we can take for granted, but you yeah. know, people who are street involved have to be, they have to protect themselves from the, the elements, right? So. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Yes, I guess that's a good point of donating things that you don't really think about, but that you just take it for granted all the time that a lot of us don't take for granted. So just regular clothes and, and stuff like that. But anything that, yeah, anything I guess that anybody would need, really. So, Eric, are there other organizations that support the street-involved population in downtown Halifax that need support this time of year? Yeah, well, well, I guess a big partner, a couple of big partners that I work with frequently are, are out of the cold shelter, which is going to be, I think it'll be moving this year. We don't exactly know where, but I think it's going to stay in the downtown core, maybe the Spring Garden area. And they're always starting right in the middle of the giving season and the the busy kind of cold season for Mm -hmm. folks. So they would always need support. And they're a great organization to volunteer for because the – you can volunteer for them and, and do really good like frontline work and actually interact with people. Whereas you're in a lot right. of other places where you volunteer, you're just kind of doing stuff that is necessary and useful, but yeah. it's not More directly interacting with people and, and talking to people and just spending time with folks who, who are unfortunately staying in shelters at this time of year. So out of the cold is a good organization to connect with. And also the mobile outreach street health team, which is a team of uh, health practitioners that, work all over the city, but they spend a lot of time, you know, I, I do outreach with them once a week usually, and we just go around to the different, checking checking in on the different folks who are uh, homeless and street involved and just seeing what any kind of health needs that we can help out, help them out with. So whether that's looking at their feet and, mm-hmm. and getting some attention paid to, you know, their feet or their any their body like that, but also just, you know, good checkups and connecting with them with doctors and stuff like that, because a lot of them aren't uh, a lot of people who are living in poverty or street involved, they don't feel comfortable and there's a lot of stigma attached when they go to the mainstream kind of health services. So the MOSH mobile outreach street health team are really good at that and they operate all year round, but you know, they see a lot of the same stuff that I do in the wintertime, which is that people 
need the stuff that I was talking right. about, and uh, socks and shoes and underwear and, and toques and scarves and mitts and stuff. And they're also always accepting donations of sleeping bags and, and tarps and stuff like that so for the people that unfortunately have nowhere to go and are sleeping out in the elements, that those those things can really be a lifesaver. Mm-hmm. So that's another thing that you could potentially donate okay, as well. Yeah. And are there other ways that people can support various organizations or street-involved individuals in downtown Halifax besides monetary donations? Well, and that's a good question because a lot of times when we're giving, we think of what's kind of convenient for us or what's easy for us or what we think that these people, that people would need, but but often that's not what people actually need. And so mm-hmm. the best way is it's always good to, you know, think, be mindful about what you're doing and how you're helping people or if people even want help. You know, some people try to force gifts on people like, no, mm-hmm. no, no, take this sleeping bag. It's like, well, I, I'm going to go sleep in my crappy apartment tonight, but like I could really do with a coffee, but people just assume that they might be sleeping outside right. and so they'll need a sleeping bag or they'll go to a shelter and like you can't really, a lot of mm-hmm. shelters won't even allow you to bring in your own linen for fear of bed bugs. If right. you have somebody, a, right. a sleeping bag who's sleeping in a shelter, they probably will have to just give it away or throw it out or something. So, so do you yeah. think the best way would be to reach out to the organizations first and ask yeah. them what what would be the necessities, what would be the, the priority yeah. things to donate? Definitely um, reach out to the organizations yeah. first because, yeah, like a lot of organizations, especially this time of year, they, they won't even take like secondhand clothes because mm-hmm. they just get people so dumping much. bags of secondhand mm-hmm. clothes on the doorsteps right. every couple of days and, and they, and they just time. can't keep up with it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's good to reach out. It's just a good practice, I think, to reach out to anybody who you're working with or, or or trying to help out and just see what they need, um, whether it's, you know, buying somebody coffee on the side mm-hmm. of the road if they're if they're asking for change and maybe they don't need that coffee, right, because they've 10 other people ahead of you just bought them a coffee and they're all caffeined mm-hmm. out. Yeah. Um, and so it's just good to check with people, I think, and just try to understand what where they're coming from and what they're mm-hmm. needing at that moment and then try to – and hopefully you can fulfill that need or just finding some way that you can help that is useful but not just – useful to make you feel good, but useful actually in the eyes of the person. That right. That's, mm-hmm. that's, that's good advice actually when to. it comes to donating and giving. So one last question. For those listening who would like to donate to the Navigator Street Outreach Program, can you tell us how they can do that? Physical donations and like stuff that you can hold can just be dropped off. And I guess monetary donations, mm-hmm. if that's possible, can just be dropped off at the Business Commission office if mm-hmm. that's okay with, yep. with you guys. And any kind of checks can just be wrote, written to the downtown business association with the Navigator program in the yeah. memo line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so that would be Downtown Halifax Business Commission, and yeah. we're located at 1546 Barrington Street. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to tell us? Yeah, um, just sometimes it's good just to have a conversation with people who mm-hmm. you think might be needing help, and if you can help them out, give them kind of what they're asking for, but sometimes mm-hmm. they just want to have a conversation and are just looking for that connection that they're not being ignored and that they're not being forgotten about. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just have a conversation. It helps. Yeah, great. Thank you. It was nice having you back on the show, on the podcast, Eric. I'm sure that we'll have you on the podcast again in the new year. That was Eric Johnson, Program Coordinator of Navigator Street Outreach. You can learn more about the program by listening to Episode 5 of the Downtown Lowdown at downtownhalifax.ca slash podcast, or you can go to navigatorstreetoutreach.ca. We will also have links to the other organizations that Eric mentioned on the podcast page of our website, which is, again, downtownhalifax.ca slash podcast. And now for BizBuzz. Now it's time for a biz buzz with Ethan Craig. How you doing, Ethan? I'm doing pretty good. How are you guys? Good. We're good. But it's your last episode. I know. It is. Going back to school. Back to school. Yeah. In January. At least have a little bit of a break though before mm-hmm. you have to go back to school. Yeah. 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 It'll be a good Christmas break. Yeah. Back for uh, a few weeks, anyways, and then mm-hmm. back. Back to school. Woohoo. Yeah. <laughs> 
but we're on the home stretch now, though. Yep, that's yeah. true. Yeah, so we had a good run with you with yeah. this buzz. Yeah. But yeah. this is the last one. Yeah, we one, appreciate so that you stepped in. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. for This sure. is the last one, so make it good, okay? Yeah. yeah. Going to make it good. Okay. <laughs> We've got a few few new businesses. First up, new yoga studio in downtown Halifax. Barrington Body Works opened at 1678 Barrington Street on the third floor. They've got seven different instructors who all teach at least once a week, giving you lots of choice with morning, afternoon, evening, and weekend sessions. They've also got a few different membership options and right now are offering two weeks of unlimited classes for just $39. So go check them out online at BarringtonBodyWorks.com. I think Ivy has checked them out a little bit. I have three times already Uh (laughs) this week. And I'm going back tomorrow. So, yeah, it's a really nice studio. It's a really beautiful space. Uh, the instructors, the owner, uh, they're all so nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's great that it's right there on Barrington yeah. Street, right downtown at lunchtime. Lunchtime mm-hmm. options are great so that mm-hmm. you can just pop in for a 50-minute class and then go back to work. Yeah. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm glad they're, they're downtown. Yeah. So welcome, Barrington Body Works. Next up, the Pubcade is now open under the pint at 1575 Argyle Street. From the name, I'm sure you can guess what goes on at the Pubcade, <laughs> but just in case that you don't, imagine an arcade complete with all of the classic arcade games, but with a full bar and kitchen. You can enjoy a tall glass of Nova Scotian craft beer while you play pinball. I don't think it gets any better than that. So I went to, a, I think, uh, also they're also called barcades, I think, mm-hmm. and oh, I've been okay. to one, I went to one in New York City. Um, and my husband had been to some in Chicago, and he loved them. He yeah. thought that was, like, the best idea. I'm not a huge, like, arcade person, but I enjoyed it, and it was fun just to play some games and have mm-hmm. some drinks and just sit and chat. Yeah, it's really nice. So this is exciting. I think this is a good addition to downtown Halifax. Yeah. Next up, on December 6th, Pacifico Dance Club officially reopened in their new location at 5171 George Street. Open in Halifax since 1994, Pacifico has long been a downtown Halifax nightclub favorite. And that resides in the former Bank of Commerce building, which was built in 1906. And this really keeps a part of Halifax history alive. Uh, congratulations to Pacifico on getting back up and running once again. Yeah, that's a beautiful space mm-hmm. in there. Nice space. I've been to that space before it was Pacifico right. and gorgeous. It's yeah. so historic and, yeah, I'm glad that there's a, a new business in there. Yeah. Yeah, I think from other older people, <laughs> not, to age my, not to age myself, will remember that as the Merrill's building. Right. Okay. That's right. So yeah. that is where Merrill's was. So yeah. get okay. out there, relive your youth. Yes. Yep. At the Pacifico. Yeah, and, yeah. I, and I also was at what used to go to the Pacifico also. So, yeah, both great establishments, and now it's in the, in yeah. the same place. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's great. I must uh, say that I correct myself. I said a new business in that space, but Pacifico has been yeah. around for a while. Yeah. So I don't want to yeah. make people think that they're a brand new business, but they yeah. just change locations. Yeah. Yeah. New location, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that's all of the uh, new businesses and news in business for, uh, for right now. But We just wanted to remind everyone that during this holiday season, make sure you're on the lookout for what's open and what's closed in downtown Halifax. Before braving the cold to go to your favorite downtown business, check their social media pages, their website, or even give them a call to see if they're open on that day. Yeah, that's a good advice because a lot of businesses, I mean, generally most businesses are closed on Christmas Mm -hmm. Day and New Year's Day, Mm -hmm. but sometimes... Businesses take vacations, or they close on Boxing Day, or, or other day New Year's holiday hours. Yeah. Holiday hours, yeah, or yeah, or they're open longer. So mm-hmm. check them out before you get come yeah. downtown. Yeah. Well, thanks, Ethan. Yeah, thanks, guys, for having me for the last few episodes. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now to see your resume. Yeah. 
for sure. This has been been fun. Well, we're going to miss you, Ethan. I know. Thanks, Ethan. Yeah, you were a great contributor to the the podcast. Maybe we'll have to have you on sometime as a guest. Yeah. Yeah. Come back and be a guest. Special guest. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. (laughs) Okay. Thank you. And that was Ethan Craig with BizBuzz. The Coast Top 5 Events. And we're back again with Morgan Mullen, the arts and entertainment editor at The Coast, Halifax's Weekly. Today we're talking about events taking place between December 17, 2019 and January 20th, 2020. Our last part of the decade. I know. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy when you say that. Right? It just adds such a gravity to everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, My hairstylist the other day was all like, this is your last haircut of the decade. How does that feel? And I was like, well, now (laughs) you've made this a much bigger Bigger thing that I would have thought about more. Yeah, Yeah, I know. Yes. Yeah. Hello. So, what do you have for us? Okay. So, to get started, I have uh, Port Cities are actually doing their last. Well, I don't want to say last show ever, but at least of the decade, their last local show, <laughs> potentially ever. Um, oh, oh. On December 29th at Casino Nova Scotia, they're super popular indie rock yes. band that's had a lot of success. But um, they're kind of some of their members are, are leaving and they're kind of reconfiguring what it's going to look like. Okay. So if you dig the current lineup and what they've been doing. Go see them. It's $40, but it's going to be, you know, potentially your only chance. So, so that's December 29th at 8 p.m. Next thing on my list, doesn't have the air of finality to it, yeah. but um, Rudy Passe, who is a popular Cape Breton singer-songwriter, is doing a songwriter circle at the Carlton on January 9th at 8 p.m. And it's only $8, which is like about a fancy coffee and a half. And yeah. so I think that's like a great way, you know, sometimes the early January can be a little blah. So yeah. It'll be a fun little lift your spirits type Yeah, I could wait to get out of the house. Exactly. And Peter Pan is on at Neptune Theater until January 11th. My best friend and I went to this because she's a Disney obsessive. Mm-hmm. And I, I say that with love. And <laughs> secretly, I am also a Disney obsessive. <laughs> so we, <laughs> we won't tell you. Um, and I just want to say it opens up with a lady Captain Hook singing a Celine Dion song. And just in those five minutes, I was like, this has been worth it. Yes. Oh, great. So, yes. Yeah. I'm very extra. That with my Very kids. positive camp. It's great. Yeah. yeah. Okay, great. You guys yeah. will have a great time. Yeah. I can't wait. Yeah. We loved Cinderella last year, so mm-hmm. I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to it. Yeah, I think uh, Jeremy Webb's whole thing with like bringing the pantomime structure mm-hmm. here over the holidays, I think that's such a fun, wholesome. And it's also nice, too, for like maybe people who don't think of themselves as like theater people because yes. it's a bit silly and approachable. Yeah, it's yes. a good way to get kids out, too, to yeah, do something. Yeah, totally. fun and, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's also holiday-ish enough if you're looking for that kind of content, but also if you can be secretly a little bit Grinch-like. It's, there's, you know, it's not actually like holiday-themed. There's no Christmas right. songs, et yeah. cetera. Next on my list, um, Avalon Sexual Assault Center is having a Christmas fundraiser show with a bunch of fun local bands. Uh, Glazy, Juice Girls, Like a Motorcycle, and Kitty Bass are all going to be playing Art Bar on December 20th. Uh, the show's at 8 p.m. It's $15 or pay what you can. Um, I think that's fun. I'm really excited. Juice Girls are a, are a shoegaze pop band that's a lot okay. of fun. They've played Halifax Pop a couple times and done quite well. Like a Motorcycle is great punk music, so there's a little bit of everything in the mix there, and I think it'll be just like December can be stressful. Go shake your butt a bit. Yeah. Have some fun have some for fun. a good cause. And then yeah. I'm dancing in my chair since we're all dancing. And... The gift to us all, Boney M, is coming to Scotiabank yes. Center. <laughs> I'm very excited. I'm also really excited. Are you going? Uh, I, I I think so, yes. I'm, like, trying to convince a couple of my friends that we oh, all yeah, have to I go and have dress tickets. very disco. Yeah. Like, that's that's the thing I really We're not going to dress flares. disco, but my, my girlfriend's... Yeah, we're all going to see it. I'm really excited. I'm not ashamed of that excitement either. I'm really, Why would you really be ashamed? <laughs> I know. I, I am as not I, going. As I be like, <laughs> I'm not going. That's like we're crazy. But I must admit that every well, growing up, when we mm-hmm. put up the tree, mm-hmm. my sister would put on 
the record. Yes. The Christmas record every year. And we would decorate the tree to that. So there (laughs) you go. That's my contribution right there. Excellent. I love it. How can you not like Mary's Boy Child? Like I I can listen to that song all year. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> we've been having a great uh, inter-office debate about who's better, ABBA or Boney M, and uh, oh. I very clearly fall on Boney M's side of this. Uh, why do you have to choose? I mean, also it, true. Right? Like also, there is room in the world for both. <laughs> <laughs> that is correct. Yes. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yes, um, I don't know if I actually said any of the details because I got so excited. Yeah. So they're playing the Scotiabank Center December 18th, 7.30 p.m. Tickets start at 61.75, which is worth every penny. Mm-hmm. But yes. It's going to be a fun night. Yes, and Liz Mitchell is with them and she's the original oh, yes, yeah. that's right, the original singer. singer. Um, mm-hmm. I actually got uh, one of my favorite freelancers to write a story about Boniem for the Coast this weekend. In it, they mentioned that uh, the German producer who built the supergroup that is Boniem said that Liz Mitchell is the only non-replaceable member because her voice is so like that's right. it's intense the voice. and, and yeah. Yeah. yeah, the yeah. voice exactly. That's the perfect way to put it. So. Yeah. That is my that is my long speech on them. But yes, I'm very excited. <laughs> it's going to be a fun night. So I have a couple other things. Mm-hmm. So the Halifax Menorah lighting is taking place on December 23rd in the Grand Parade at 6 p.m. There will be a reception immediately following it inside Halifax City Hall. Everyone is invited to attend that event. Mm -hmm. On Christmas Eve, St. Paul's Anglican Church is hosting Christmas Eve on the Grand Parade at 7 p.m. This is a free evening of choral music, singing, readings, uh, with one of Halifax's most historic buildings as a backdrop, and the evening will feature the St. Paul's Senior Choir and Junior Choir, as well as the Bedford Brass Quintet. So last week we all learned how to pronounce huga. Is that right? Did I do it right? Yes. Okay. So, yeah. Both of those events sound very huga to me, like yeah. being outside <laughs> on a on a calm yes. winter's night in Grand Parade. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Into I think yeah. Um, the St. Paul's Anglican Church, yeah, Christmas Eve would be a really nice event. Definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I kind of think like Christmas Eve is like a family kind of quiet night. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Some people like to party, but I'm not a partier. <laughs> on Christmas Eve. No. Oh, really? Is that a party night? I didn't know I that was a thing. No, I don't think so yeah. either. Oh. Oh, no. On New Year's Eve, yes. yes. I've heard of Tibbs like Eve, but that's like a thing I just learned about recently. Apparently that's, that's like the night before Christmas December Eve, December right? 23rd. Yes. Apparently this is a Newfoundland thing. Yes. You go oh. and get drunk with all your friends. Well, I, I assume the drunk part is optional, but you, <laughs> go, you gather with your friends yes. on December 23rd to steal yourself for the... For Christmas. Yeah. Oh. I like that idea. Mm. I'm not opposed to it. And then I'm like, you know, that's best of both worlds because you get the nice friend yeah. time. They yes. get the nice family time. Yes. 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 They have a lot of good ideas in Newfoundland. They do. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Home for the holidays party taking place at the Halifax Marriott Harborfront Hotel on December 20th. So it's like a pre-New Year's Eve party. That one usually sells out too. Yeah. In, in like my experience of keeping yes. track of these things. People love it. But yes. Yeah. So it starts at 9. It ends at 2 a.m. So you can dance the night away with Big Fish and DJ mm. R.S. Smooth. Nice. Uh, so tickets are $45 plus HST, and there are special packages available where you can get your tickets to the to the event plus a room. So check that out. Oh, and the dress code is actually cocktail attire, and you have to be 19 plus to attend. Mm. But they're also, make, dressed up. Yeah, it, they're also making a donation from ticket sales to the Chisholm Services for Children, which is nice. Hmm. So there's also a ton of stuff ha- happening New Year's Eve. We can't not talk about New Year's Eve. That is true. First, there's a free New Year's Eve event in the Grand Parade, which we will talk about later in this episode. There's New Year's Eve with the Mellow Tones at the Canard Center. The tickets are $140 for the dinner and dance, or you can attend just the dance for $40. And you can buy tickets for this event through TicketAtlantic.com. People love the know. Mellow Tones. People I'm love sorry. the Mellow Tones. I didn't mean to interrupt That's you, but okay. people love them so much. How it's long like, have they been around? They've been around for a long time. How long have they been around? It feels like time immemorial. And they're so fun. Like, 
honestly. Yeah. Like, yeah. They're an institution. Mm-hmm. And they win they a, do a this ton of Most years, I think stores, they've done, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they've done this event, I think. They definitely do now. a big yeah. New Year's party every year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The location usually changes. Yeah. But yeah, and I think that um, they would definitely be all like, and our set list changes too, because they're always yeah. really great about picking new songs that you know and you want to mm-hmm. dance to, but you're not expecting it. Yeah. I think if I had to, like, describe their strength in one sentence, that's what I would say. Oh, yeah. Cool. <laughs> Cassina, Nova Scotia is hosting Platinum Blonde. Who I just learned about before this podcast <laughs> began. Yeah, we had a long discussion that about Platinum Blonde from the in past. my musical knowledge, <laughs> yes. Uh, T. Thomason is actually opening for them, which is exciting. Oh, okay. They put out oh. one of the best local records great. of the year this fall. So. Oh, great. Yeah. That's good to know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the tickets for that show are $44.99, mm. and the show starts at 9.30 p.m. So you can check that out at CasinoNovaScotia.com. And there's al- also a lot of other things going on. If you're interested, Dirty Nelly's Irish Pub has a no-cover New Year's Eve party. Uh, Stubborn Goat Gastropub has a Canadian tuxedo New Year's Eve party, which is I that, love, Jean. <laughs> that, is that like denim on denim? Like that oh, yeah. Time, like, all denim. Yep. Oh, anytime boy. someone says that, I picture <laughs> Justin Timberlake and Britney Spears at the yes, VMAs when they wore them. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's like oh. a very specific but <laughs> reference, look. but anyway. That is a look. <laughs> um, yeah, the House Social is also having a New Year's Eve extrav- extravaganza. Uh, and, and Toho's is having a New Year's Eve event. Two Doors Down and Chives Canadian Bistro have mm-hmm. fixed price menus on New Year's Eve. The Dome, of course, is having a huge New Year's Eve party um, all through their complex. So mm-hmm. Hide the- and Seek, Cheers, and the Nomad Travel Bar, they're all involved in that different live music in every room too yes, which i yes. think that sounds like a lot of fun because yes. if you're with a group of friends and they all kind of like different things you, you can, can kind of just tour out. a little bit yeah. or like disembark and then regroup right. <laughs> if you can find each other again yeah, yeah. that's true <laughs> and then the lower deck of course is having a new year's Eve party with a with mm-hmm. a band and um, a live dj so there's so much going on in downtown mm-hmm. halifax for new year's eve so and there's still things coming in so if you're interested you can uh, check our website at downtownhalifax.ca slash event. Not a family night to stay home, a night to go out. That's that's a night mm-hmm. to go yeah. home. <laughs> Except I do have a small kid, so we, we usually stay home. Well, you could go out for a nice dinner and then go home. That's true. You know what I do? I get the husband to stay home with the kid. I oh, think oh, right. There oh, we go. Yes. That's great. You're, You're obviously the boss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's I great. used to go out. <laughs> and I will go out again someday. <laughs> there, perfect. Yeah, <laughs> but we will watch the Grand Parade probably on TV. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, that's always such a fun show. Like they always do mm-hmm. such a great job of like picking exciting people mm-hmm. for that song. Yeah. I'm excited to hear who it is this year. But yes, oh, if you listen to this podcast, this episode, you'll oh, find out. Oh, then I will know. Okay, because yes. I will say I did call we- the city the other day. And they thought that it was for something, like, more important than it actually was. And then I had to be like, no, sorry, I just want to know who's playing news. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, and that's it. Yes. Thanks, Morgan. Thank you very much. I hope that you have great holidays. Same to you. You too. Happy New Year's. We'll see you next year. Sounds great. And that was Morgan Mullen, the arts and entertainment editor at The Coast, Halifax's Weekly. You can check out thecoast.ca or downtownhalifax.ca for more events in downtown Halifax. And now for some shameless self-promotion. And now it's time for us to talk about ourselves. (laughs) Don't we do that all the time? (laughs) So first, let's do a quick wrap-up on our Halifax Lights Festival. Downtown Halifax Business Commission would like to extend our appreciation to all our members and friends who attended the Halifax Lights Festival. The festival ran from November 30th to December 7th and celebrate the holiday season in downtown Halifax. Splendor in the Park, the interactive light and music display in Cornwallis Park will remain running until January 2nd. Carolers will be strolling through the streets of downtown Halifax from December 18th to the 20th. 
For a list of more holiday events in downtown Halifax, visit our website, downtownhalifax.ca slash events. And we would like to send a special thank you to Golden Dog Productions and the Weston Nova Scotian Hotel for their generous contributions and support during the festival. And Christmas is just around the corner, and if you celebrate Christmas, then it's time to get a move on with your shopping. Our Downtown Halifax Holiday Gift Guide is a great starting point for your shopping list. There are 54 businesses featured in the guide, and there's a ton of gift ideas. Uh, you can check out the gift guide online at downtownhalifax.ca slash gift guide. So let's talk about some other local shopping suggestions. So I really like the shelf at the Halifax Seaport Farmer's Market. Uh, the shelf is open um, on from Tuesday to Friday, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m., and on Saturday from 7 a.m. to 3 p.m., and Sunday from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. So this is where they have all the local products uh, that make great um, gifts and stocking stuffers, so anything from, like, syrups, uh, reusable canvas totes, craft beer, spirits and wine, greeting cards. They also have tons of, like, uh, preserves including jams, both savory and sweet. Um, this is where I usually go and get my mom some stuff for her stocking. Hopefully she's not listening. She won't know that I'm getting Oh no, spoiler alert. <laughs> I usually always get her like homemade jam. Um, last year I got my husband some bacon jam. What is it was that? really yummy. Oh, bacon. Bacon jam. Oh, yeah. bacon jam. It was really okay. good. Um, so it's just a great place to go to get some, some local stuff uh, for, your, for your Christmas. Yeah, it's a great yeah. place just to do like almost like it's a like one-stop exactly. shopping area. Exactly, it's a one-stop area. shop yeah. at the at the Halifax Seaport Farmers Market, and that's called the Shelf. Yeah, I also really like Inkwell, uh, modern handmade boutique and letterpress studio, which is on Brunswick. Uh, they have great prints. They have lots of greeting cards, ceramics, jewelry, calendars. I actually just saw online they have a Golden Girls calendar, which I want to go get for my mom, which I think is hilarious. So each like, each month it has a different like quote from one of them. How could you not like the Golden Girls? Oh, I love the Golden okay, Girls. Okay, good. I thought they were hilarious. <laughs> they are hilarious. <laughs> uh, so last year I actually got my sister a print from Inkwell, and then I went to Deseris and got a great frame for it. So it's all shopping downtown. Yeah, So and Deseris is also another place, a great place to go. You can get art and craft supplies for people of all ages. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Historic Properties is also a great place yeah. for shopping. Mm -hmm. It has a selection of independently owned stores and galleries. You can get everything from clothing at Lisa Drader Murphy uh, and Colwell Brothers, uh, books at Carrefour Atlantic, uh, gift baskets at Twisted Willow, knitted items at Northern Waters, and Kay Penton Gallery has very cute ornaments. I actually have a yes. few of those yeah. that look like row houses uh, that you see in St. John's. Yes. Uh, the Historic Properties is definitely worth checking out, even even just for the holiday lights and the decorations. Yes, it's it's decorated beautiful. Yeah, very beautiful. beautiful if light. you need some Instagram pictures at Christmas, oh there you go. Photo go off. Yeah, go photo down and get your picture taken at Historic Properties. Right. Uh, we also have Biscuit Downtown, a Biscuit General Store. In addition to having a huge selection of designer clothing for both men and women, they have fabulous giftware and jewelry selections. I love some of their kitschy giftware, yes. which includes magnets, books, salt and pepper shakers, and more. So it's not just clothing. No, it's like they have everything. They have yeah. everything there. They have some really good ideas there. Yeah, they do. Um, I do a lot of shopping there. Yeah. <laughs> I think I have a membership. With, I don't know if they still have it, but I think I, I definitely have one. I have a membership from years ago. Um, another store that is a bit hidden, uh, a hidden gem in downtown Halifax is Maps and More, the travel store. Located in Summit Place at 1641 Lower Water, uh, Maps and More has tons of travel books, globes, including 3D puzzle globes that are featured in a holiday gift guide. It is definitely a shop worth checking out if you have a travel lover on your shopping list. Maps and More is a really nice 
store. They have great things there. Yeah. I mean, I was there recently, and they have a lot of kids' books mm-hmm. and kids' activity, um, like games and things like that, and even antique maps. So yes. if you have somebody who is really into maps or travel, mm-hmm. they have it there. And it, there, it's just a huge space with lots of gift ideas. Yeah. In our gift guide, they had um, have a book about the best bike vacations you can go on, oh, like cycling yeah. vacations. And my my brother and sister-in-law are really into biking and traveling and doing bike trips abroad. So I'm going to get them that, one of them that. Another spoiler. Another spoiler. <laughs> Alana's family do not listen to <laughs> Don't this. Don't listen to this <laughs> Another place to get some unique gifts are gift shops. So the Discovery Center, the Canadian Museum of Immigration at Pier 21, Maritime Museum of the Atlantic, and the Art Gallery of Nova Scotia all have really nice gift shops with unique local gift ideas. And some other places to check out are like hair salons and spas in downtown Halifax. So like gift certificates for manicures, pedicures, and massages, and even beauty products like shampoo, conditioner, makeup, etc. make great gifts. Uh, Life Salon Spa on Barrington Street has some holiday gift sets that you can purchase, plus other great holiday promotions that you can find on their website at lifesalonspa.com. And for New Year's Eve, because we know everyone's getting ready for New Year's Eve, why not head down to Alexa Pope to get a stylish outfit for your party or parties? Uh, Alexa Pope is in Bishop's Landing, facing Lower Water Street. And as we heard from Marianne Thompson, um, one of the owners of Alexa Alexa Pope in Episode 7, puffy sleeves and sparkles are in this season. I like sparkles. (laughs) I don't know about the puffy sleeves for myself personally, but yes. Sparkles are good. Yeah, they're kind of like a mild puffy yes, sleeve. It's, it's not, not like, like an Anna Green Gables. It's puffy not like sleeve. the '80s puffy no. sleeves. No, no, no. <laughs> and those were just a few ideas uh, for shopping in downtown Halifax for the holidays yeah. and all year round, actually. Yeah. Um, and again, another reminder that this is our last episode of 2019. We will be back uh, with a new episode on January 21st. Today we're interviewing Billy Comer, Civic Events Coordinator with HRM about New Year's Eve and the Grand Parade. Thanks for joining us today, Billy. Hey, thanks for having me. Tell us about this year's New Year's Eve celebration and Grand Parade. What can people look forward to seeing this year? So this year for 2020, we're sort of going to play up a bit of that 20s theme, the Roaring Twenties. You'll see it in our design, but we're bringing it into more of the Soaring Twenties. Oh, <laughs> nice. Think about yeah. it. So our goal is to bring uh, the old into the new. So we're going to open up with a group known as Maximum Overdrive. Okay. Um, led by Craig Mercer. This is a new cover band that actually covers all the heavy like electronic sections of your 80s classics. Okay. So it's one where the crowd will definitely know the lyrics to. It's one you can really sing along to. Then as we progress into the, the program, you're also going to see Scientist of Sound, who is a very um, new act that has been nominated for ECMA's as Best Electronic Artist of the Year. Okay. Um, really, really different sound. And they're going to be doing a blend mix of uh, Daft Punk songs, oh, some fun. of their own originals. And yeah, so it should be really high tempo. Yeah, so people can dance. Yeah, definitely dance yeah. party in Grand Parade <laughs> yeah. this year. Yeah, and our headliner is Famba who um, not a lot of people know um, just yet, but if you're listening to Virgin Radio, his new song, Swear to God, has over 3 million Spotify plays. Oh, wow. He's a, a kid that's living, he was born, born in Bedford, uh, Halifax, and now he's been signed by Sony Records, and he's just continuing to climb the ladder, and he oh, really wow. has a bright future ahead of him. That sounds exciting. Yeah. Can you tell us about the history of this event? Yes, yeah, so for years at, at Amalgamation, they did Grand Parade, the New Year's Eve on CTV. Okay. Um, for years it ran on CTV, and then um, there was a year where we didn't have a television broadcast. Mm-hmm. And so we had a, uh, a call from, from many community members after that, wondering, you know, can we get it back on TV? And Eastlink stepped up, and we're now on Eastlink Television. So oh, great. It's been, this will be year five now with Eastlink. And that would be Channel 10 on Eastlink? Channel or, 10, yeah. yeah. And what is your role in the event? 
So I'm the events coordinator, and one of my main uh, roles is talent booking, stage design, mm-hmm. and production. So a lot of what you'll see on stage will be um, what we've created over the last few months. Okay, great. So any recommendations for those planning on attending the New Year's Eve celebration and Grand Parade? Yeah, I mean, first of all, dress warm. Yes. Um, it mean, always right seems now. to be really cold <laughs> yeah. on New Year's Eve. <laughs> it is. I mean, we're 20 days away pretty much right now, yeah. and we're already cold standing here yeah. right now. So yeah. <laughs> it's, it's definitely important to dress warm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we always say layers, mm-hmm. you know, bring a thermos, get a coffee, something like that. Yeah. Um, stay warm. And really, it's, it's really packed in there, and just make sure you bring water as well. Hydrate. Anything else you want to tell us um, about the Grand Prix celebrations that we're missing? It is the one location, like the largest celebration in Atlantic Canada for the countdown. And a lot of people look to our time zone uh, throughout the Caribbean islands, which people don't even realize on East Link TV. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and uh, around the country they replay it. So it is something that um, Halifax gets gets the spotlight for a bit on that, on that That's channel right, all across yeah. the country. So I guess Newfoundland will bring it in first and then we're second. Yeah, yeah. which is actually a great point because at 1130, if you are from Newfoundland and you're not in, in Newfoundland this year, yeah. come on down. We do an 1130 countdown. Oh, you do? Yeah. Yeah, and oh, 1130 celebration. So we shoot quick little fireworks. It's not the main show, yeah. but you get your, your preview show. And then at midnight, we do the main countdown for our Atlantic Standard Time Zone and big fireworks show right after. Oh, that sounds really fun. Yeah. And I think also Halifax Transit has free transit all day that day. Right. Halifax Transit and the ferry, um, they're looking for Feed Nova Scotia donations. Great. Um, and I think that's sponsored by Matt as well. Okay, so great. Yeah. Perfect. So people have a way to get home. Yes, exactly. Definitely uh, look for transit. It can get busy, so plan ahead and, yes. and you know if you can get a taxi or soon enough Uber. Or even rent a room somewhere in downtown Halifax. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. It's a tough night to get a room, so book now. Yeah, book now. That's yeah. right. Okay, that sounds like an exciting night. Yes. Thanks for joining us, Thank Billy. Thank you so much for having me, guys. This is great. That was Billy Comer, Civic Event Coordinator with HRM. You can learn more about the New Year's Eve celebration in the Grand Parade on our website, downtownhalifax.ca slash podcast, and we will have links on that page to find out more. Get ready for some blatant propaganda. We have just a couple things to talk about under blatant propaganda this episode. So first, let's talk about HRM winter 2019-20 preparation. A reminder to all businesses in downtown Halifax to not deposit any snow or ice onto streets or sidewalks. We'd also like to remind members that the overnight winter parking ban is now in place. It started on December 15th, 2019, and it will run to March 31st, 2020. The ban will be enforced between 1 a.m. and 6 a.m. during declared weather events and extended clearing operations. Residents are also reminded that in addition to the overnight parking ban, also known as Section 139 of the Nova Scotia Motor Vehicle Act, states that tickets can be issued and vehicles can be towed any time, day or night, if they are parked in a manner that interferes with snow clearing. If you would like to be notified when the parking ban is in effect, you can register online at halifax.ca and search HFX Alert. We'll also have a link on our website at downtownhalifax.ca slash podcast. Residents can also request registration by calling 311. Now let's talk about street closures. We don't have anything specific to mention right now regarding street closures in downtown Halifax, but you can learn more about street closures and road work at halifax.ca search roadworks. We'll also have a link to this page in our podcast page. Again, that's downtownhalifax.ca slash podcast. Roadworks has all active and upcoming sidewalk closures and disruptions and street closures listed on this page. It's definitely worth checking out on a regular basis to keep up to date with what's happening in downtown Halifax uh, and switching gears. A friendly reminder, as we already mentioned under BizBuzz, that many businesses close on Christmas Day and New Year's Eve. Some also close on Boxing Day or take extended vacation, so call ahead or check online before venturing out over the holidays. 
Finally, we would like to wish all of the Downtown Halifax Business Commission members a safe and happy holiday season. We appreciate your participation and continued support in making Downtown Halifax a great place to live, work, and play. The DHBC office will be closed from December 24th at noon until January 1st inclusive. During this time, we will be taking a short hiatus from Downtown Lowdown. Downtown Lowdown will be back with our ninth episode on January 21st. 2020. Mm, I can't yes. believe it's going to be 2020. 2020, I know, that sounds weird. <laughs> I'm going to freak out a little bit, but no, yeah. <laughs> it's all good. New year, brand new decade. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Fresh start. Yeah. So happy holidays, everyone. Yes, happy holidays. We'll see you next year. You've been listening to Downtown Lowdown with Downtown Halifax Business Commission. Find us on social media at Downtown Halifax. If you like what you've heard, please share your thoughts using hashtag Downtown Lowdown. For more information and links, visit downtownhalifax.ca.